0: It's July 26th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. First up, Joe Biden confirmed yesterday that he's going to talk to China's leadership this week, chatting about Taiwan and the economy and the climate. So this morning, we're going to dive into their climate conversation and that China's actually building more coal plants because they don't have faith in renewables. We'll discuss that. As always, I'm keeping an eye out for developing stories. Put these two on your radar. First, the natural gas wars took another nasty turn yesterday. Russia cutting their supply to Europe in half starting tomorrow. I'm going to explain the game that Moscow is playing. Second, by now, you've seen the headlines. Monkeypox is a global health emergency. I'm going to remind us that the big development here is not in the United States, but in the Congo, where something very strange is happening. And finally, a comment from Jack in Indianapolis about Afghanistan, Al-Qaeda, and how he does not want us to go back no matter what. But first, let's get started with today's main brief. Joe Biden confirmed yesterday that he's got a phone call coming up with China's President Xi, and that he plans to discuss Taiwan, trade, and climate change. Now, it's that last part that should catch your ears, climate change. Because when you look at the actual data of who in the world emits the most pollution, it's China. They are in a league of their own. Folks, they pump more carbon dioxide into the air than Europe and America combined. But before we dive into that and why you should care about this issue, let's first talk about the elephant in the room. Now, some of you all feel very strongly that climate change is real. It's driven by human activity and that carbon dioxide is responsible for most of that climate change. Now, others of you don't believe any of that, or only parts of it. So, for this morning's brief, I want us to set aside that debate and whatever we might think or feel. Instead, let's just assume, for argument's sake, that climate change is real, and that humans are making it worse with our carbon dioxide emissions. In other words, let's assume the position that Joe Biden, well, he's right here, and that he and China's President Xi will talk about reducing those emissions. So what does the data say about who pumps out the most of the world's carbon dioxide into the atmosphere? Because that's really important if you want to reverse things. You have to stop or slow the polluters first. Okay, let's do some fun homework here. I want you to pull out a piece of paper, if you have something handy, and I want you to write this. U.S., plus Europe equals eight. Now, in this case, the number eight means the total billion metric tons of carbon dioxide that we put into the atmosphere each year. Now, I'm going to tell you something that you might not know about that number. Eight billion, that actually hasn't changed much since 1965. In other words, our total carbon emissions are more or less the same for over 50 years. Anyway, back to our piece of paper. Now I want you to write down China equals 10.5. That, of course, means that China is pumping out more than 10.5 billion metric tons of carbon dioxide each year. So looking at our paper, the U.S. plus Europe equals 8, and China is 10.5, well, that means that China wins. They produce more carbon dioxide than the U.S. and Europe combined. But that's just as of right now. China's number of of 10.5, it's actually going to get a lot bigger and very soon. Just a couple of months ago, China's state council, which is kind of like our cabinet, if you will, sort of like the secretary of state and defense and commerce and all that. Well, at any rate, this state council announced a new billion dollar investment in coal power generation. Again, that was in May. They want more coal plants, not less. They also ordered their miners to increase coal output by 300 million tons. And and what the Chinese can't mine themselves, they're purchasing from abroad, lots from North Korea in fact, which unfortunately helps them fund their nuclear program by the way. And also they are purchasing a record amount from Russia. Chinese coal orders with Moscow were up 55% in June compared to the same period last year. So all in all, China is stepping up its coal business, not down. But if that comes as a surprise to you, China doubling down on coal, maybe it's because you heard Beijing promise the world a couple of years ago that they would cut, not grow, their carbon dioxide emissions. And you'd be right, they did. But just as we have seen them do in lots of other areas, such as promising not to hack America and steal our intellectual property, Well, they tend to promise one thing and do another all of the time. Now, to be fair, Beijing did say that it might take them a while to get off of coal, maybe 2025 or by 2030. But most China analysts are saying now that Beijing was likely never serious about their coal promises. But but actually, why would China lie about that? If renewable energy were so great for China, you know, think about it, no no air pollution, factories humming, happy people all around, why instead would Beijing go all in for coal? Well, I've got the answer, and you're going to want to hear this. An official with the China Electricity Council, which represents power generating firms throughout the country, well, he recently gave an interview about electricity in China and green energy in particular. He said that renewables like solar and wind were gray rhinos. And by that, he meant that they came with an obvious but neglected risk. Sometimes the sun doesn't shine, the wind doesn't blow, and industrial batteries aren't yet good enough to keep their grid going when those forms of electricity go down. So the Chinese Electricity Council said that a country built on just renewable energy was far too fragile the electricity grid could collapse. The economy would collapse with it. Now, instead, they argued China needed energy from coal and natural gas as part of a sustainable, reliable, long-term solution. Well, yes, I, I hate to say it, but China is right here. It would be economic death to put the entirety of your nation on a renewable energy grid, at least at this point which I'm terribly sorry to say Joe Biden wants us to do over the next 25 years, crossing his fingers that as he shuts down coal and oil and natural gas, the renewable energy will somehow figure it all out. You know, fingers crossed. That's the gamble. And that's what we are all going to have to live with. One final thing here that you should know. The carbon dioxide emissions globally are not just coming from China, but the entire Asia Pacific region generally speaking, and that's because around 60% of the world's population currently lives in that area and they rely heavily on coal. That number of people, these energy users, is actually expected to grow exponentially with many more billions of humans expected to be born and raised in the Asia Pacific region, especially in Indonesia and India. And that means that their rates of, of increase of carbon dioxide are actually going to go way up. In fact, they already are 2-4% to each year in countries like Indonesia and India. Okay, let's quickly recap this and then pivot to why we care and what we'd tell Joe Biden if we were in the White House this morning getting ready for that call with China. First, the United States and Europe together produce far less carbon dioxide than China does by itself. And that's been true for decades. In fact, our carbon dioxide production has been relatively flat since the 1960s and started falling actually over the past 15 years. But meanwhile, in China and in much of Asia, they're enjoying a coal power boom. In China especially, they are adding coal fire plants at a rapid clip. Plus, they're mining lots more coal domestically and buying it internationally from nations like North Korea and Russia. So ladies and gentlemen, here's the key point. Whatever we do here in America and in Europe, no matter how many coal plants and coal mines that we shut down, no matter how many solar panels or wind turbines we put up, well, ultimately it won't matter. And that's because our decreases are outweighed by Asia's increases. And more incredibly, we will be putting our futures in a set of renewable technologies that are not fully developed. And as you know, the sun doesn't always shine and the wind doesn't always blow And the batteries to store that energy, you know, to to keep your AC on at night when the sun isn't out, well, that technology is still a work in progress. So if we were in the White House this morning, here's the counsel I think that we would share with Mr. Biden. The question, sir, is what is this really about? Because the data here don't add up. China produces more carbon dioxide than America and Europe combined, plus they're only adding more. And no matter what we cut, It is impossible to achieve our climate change goals. That's including, by the way, the demand by some environmentalists that we slaughter all of our cows because they belch and fart. No, seriously, that's part of the climate change package. So the argument is that we destroy our farming and ranching industries because of climate change, all while ignoring that even with the most profound sacrifice, it won't matter because China and the rest of Asia will offset everything that we do. So Joe Biden knows all of this. Every environmentalist and climate change supporter knows this. So again, I ask, stepping back here, looking at total global emissions, what is this really about? Folks, I don't know, because if it were really about climate change, Joe Biden and others would be honest and say, you know, China and Asia aren't going to change. So no matter how much we cut, it ain't going to do anything. So we have to figure out a different way to tackle climate change. Now, for what it's worth, smart scientists have already admitted this. They've long pushed for us to research and develop something called carbon capture and sequestration technology. And that's just a fancy way of saying that we got to suck the climate change gases out of the air and then do something with it all, uh, inject it into the ground, freeze it and store it, or maybe shoot it into space, whatever. And I will admit to you, if Joe Biden said all of that and admitted this, you know, that's fairly logical and reasonable, even if you disagree with the underlying premise that climate change is real. At least he'd be in the ballpark of basic math. So I don't have a happy conclusion to this brief, but I delivered it to you for a very specific reason. Something doesn't make sense here. And now you have all of the facts and you can talk to your friends and family about them. And you can also write your senators and representatives. Go to house.gov and senate.gov. And you can ask them the question that the data and the facts are all screaming at us. What is really going on here? Coming up, a closer look at what's on my radar.
1: Hey, Mike Baker here. Let me take less than a minute to talk about one of my favorite subjects, cigars. Now, there's something about great cigars, right? They require you to slow down a bit. They promote conversation and camaraderie. And when you're talking great cigars, of course, well, you're talking Foundation Cigar. It's where tradition meets innovation and where craftsmanship reigns supreme. I hope by now, after listening to me bang on about Foundation Cigar, that you've wandered down to your local cigar shop to give them a try. I'm a big fan of Foundation Cigar, that is clearly obvious, including their latest offering, the Wise Man Corojo and Madura. Inspired by Nicaraguan heritage and handcrafted in collaboration with my father's cigars, these cigars are the pinnacle of rich flavor and bold character. They really are the perfect gift for cigar lovers in your life. Maybe it's your pop, maybe it's your brothers, your friends, and of course, don't forget yourself. Go get a few, have them on deck for your next gathering, perhaps on the golf course or it's poker night, wherever you and your pals are getting together. Be a hero, bring out the foundation cigars. Ignite your senses, and indulge in the artistry of these premium cigars from Foundation Cigar. You can check out their website, foundationcigar.com, or you can purchase them at a local cigar shop near you. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast-growing trees is the largest online nursery in the US. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties, and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries, you know what I'm talking about. Fast growing trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to house plants, they have it all and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout.
0: As always on the PDB, I'm watching a few other stories this morning. Put these two on your radar. First, the natural gas wars in Europe took another nasty turn. The Russians squeezing Europe again, dropping the supply of natural gas from 40% of normal to 20% of normal. Now, Moscow was officially blaming some sanctions-related problems with some turbines, but nobody believes that's true. It's a game. Regardless, the 20% drop will take effect tomorrow. Now, Not surprisingly, news leaked out on this, and the price of natural gas in Europe jumped 12%, now double what it was in January. And prices are likely to go up even further, which in turn will keep pressure on inflation and economies down. To the point, if Russia cuts off Europe entirely, the country of Hungary would likely see its economy decline by 6.5%. Italy, down about 6%. Austria, Germany, down around 3%. That's all according to a recent IMF estimate. And all of that is a part of Russia's plan. You see, when Russia goes all herky-jerky here with the natural gas supplies, in other words, they give some, then they take, then they give and they take again, well, that push and pull moves the global market prices for these commodities and they do it with natural gas and wheat, to just name a few. That allows Moscow to benefit, for instance, selling these commodities when prices go up, or they use it as a weapon, crushing Europe's economy and throwing off budgets for both governments and companies alike. Now, it's crafty. I don't like it, but we are at war, and Russia is playing for keeps. Final radar brief this morning. You've seen the headlines. Monkeypox is a global health emergency, or so says the World Health Organization. The key takeaways here for an American audience, based on what you've probably heard, is that you yeah, you really shouldn't worry too much. The outbreak is largely limited to gay and bisexual men, about 99% of all cases. Plus, there's a vaccine. So that's great. And though it's a painful few weeks of lesions for most people who get it, just like the chickenpox, it's not lethal. But that's not what bothers me about this virus, so let me explain. Monkeypox originally comes from Central Africa with two strains, one of which is from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Now, researchers in Congo say that this virus, which has been around since at least the 1970s, is found in places now where it's never been found before, and they don't know why. So for decades, monkeypox was mainly in the rainforests, and people who caught it well, mostly from wild animals that they had either hunted or prepared or eaten. But now it's also occurring in mountainous and savanna regions too, and mostly in heterosexual people. Plus, we're seeing cases in South Africa, Ghana, and Morocco, where monkeypox normally doesn't occur. I'm tapping my networks to figure out why this is happening and the latest theories, but the challenge is that in the Congo, the medical capacity to test people and do the the good scientific work it's not in great shape. Plus, weather plays a big challenge too. It's hard to get into some of these very remote areas when there are very poor roads and it's the rainy season, so you don't know exactly what's going on. But what we do know from the outbreaks in Europe and the US is that this latest strain has mutated far more many times than what's normal. Now, so far that's meant that it's it's not more deadly, it's just much more transmissible. And it actually is presenting differently just one or two lesions in many people, instead of covering the whole body. Anyway, I just have a little bit of a sneaking suspicion that we are on the front end of something peculiar. So I'm going to keep watching this, and as always, I will keep you posted. With that, we've got one more thing to talk about before I let you go. Jack from Indianapolis, a PDB listener, he took exception to my brief a while back ago on Afghanistan when I said that Al-Qaeda is regrouping there. He thinks that I want to go back to Kabul after we just left. So we're going to talk about that and see if you agree. We'll be right back. Mike Baker here. I want to talk about, well, nobody's
1: favorite subject, and that's debt. Now, being in debt is, well, it's like sinking in quicksand. You're trapped. You you feel helpless. And the harder you struggle, the deeper in debt you can get. Now, if you're trapped in debt, let me suggest a solution. Done with debt. Now, Done With Debt has created a brilliant new strategy with one goal in mind, getting you out of debt quickly and permanently. Done With Debt stops the struggle. First, they stand between you and your bill collectors. Then, they negotiate a plan to end your debt permanently, without bankruptcy and then without loans. They get you out of debt quickly and put more cash in your pocket monthly. But you need to contact Done With Debt right away, because some debt solutions, well, they expire and you don't want to miss out. It's easy to get started. Go to donewithdebt.com and get a free consultation. You have nothing to lose. Talk with one of their experts and discover a strategy that could end your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance look i know it's not everyone's favorite topic and and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day and it's true finding the right policy on your own can be time consuming and complex but i'm here to tell you life insurance is an important safety net for your family and that's why i'm happy to tell you about policy genius policy genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace It saves you time and money, so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for, should something happen to me? Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five-star reviews on google and trust pilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with policy genius head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save that's policygenius.com
0: all right ladies and gentlemen one more thing before i let you go Jack from Indianapolis wrote in a while back after I gave you all a brief on Afghanistan. Specifically, I shared with you the intelligence assessment that Al-Qaeda was regrouping in Kabul and provinces beyond, and they could strike us again here in the homeland within two years. My point was, that's bad. Because no matter how done we might be with the war on terror, it is not done with us. We're just experiencing what some people call a bit of a breather. We put a lid. On the problem, more or less, but radical Islam is still alive and well. Well, Jack from Indianapolis wrote, Dear Brian, forgive me, but I think most CIA people want to think that the threat of Al-Qaeda is bad and growing in Afghanistan. As we all know, the CIA got it wrong in Iraq 20 years ago, and we got a war there that actually spread Islamic terror throughout the Middle East. And as I talked about yesterday, the CIA is still saying that it is proud of its Afghanistan assessment, that, Kabul would manage to hold off the Taliban for upwards of a year. Well, they didn't last even a week. So I get it. But the bottom line is that Al-Qaeda is real, and they are not giving up. So yes, you should demand that the CIA prove it, how bad the problem is, where it is, and the range of solutions to solve it. And no, for, for what it's worth, the answer that I would give you on how to solve it is that we should not go back to Afghanistan with the whole of the U.S. military. Instead, I think that we should take a different path and it's the one that we should have taken 20 years ago. Folks, we should recruit a new generation of spies that wire that country from top to bottom, and they tell you exactly how bad Al-Qaeda is and where they are. And then, Jack, you start killing people with drones, local assassins, whatever it takes. In other words, the next war in Afghanistan is not one with big planes and lots of soldiers. It's with spies and killers who do work in the shadows. You kill the enemy bit by bit for as long as it takes. Because I promise you, Al-Qaeda will come hunting for us again if we don't go hunting for them first. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. Shoot me an email if you have questions or comments about the show. The email address, as always, is pdb at thefirsttv.com. Check out the show notes on your favorite podcast platform to confirm that email address if you're still just a little bit confused. And I beg your patience in the meantime, I am wildly behind on responding to emails, but I am reading them, I promise. And with that, my friends, we close out the show, reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Good day. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that
1: this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not non-partisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, We are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do.
0: Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.
1: I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.